Hello and welcome to Meditales. I am so excited. I'm your host, Ashley O, and I have three boys and they love to hear stories. I bet you do too. What's so awesome about Meditales is that we end every story with a lesson that points back to the gospel of Jesus Christ so that we can see that at the core of every story is the Meditale. If you're enjoying our episodes, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can see when we upload new stories once a month. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Metatales Friends. Okay, Metatales Friends, it is the Christmas season and we have a Christmas story for you today, which includes original music by Emily McNally. It is called The Shoemaker and the Elves. Long ago, in a little cottage far away, lived a shoemaker with his wife. He did not have much but his little cottage and his tools to make his shoes, and a dish or two of fine china. But he was grateful for what he had. Every morning as he awoke, he would Mm. yawn and say his prayers. Dear Lord in heaven, thank you for the life in my body and the breath in my lungs, for a new day has come and I have everything I need. And every night after he brushed his teeth, he said his prayers. Dear Lord in heaven, thank you for the life in my body and the breath in my lungs, for another day is done and I have everything I need. And then he would list all the many things that he was grateful for. One year the shoemaking business did not go so well, and it came that one Christmas Eve all he had was enough leather to make one more pair of shoes. So as the snow fell gently outside and the fire crackled in the fireplace, the shoemaker cut the leather for his last pair of shoes. Then he brushed his teeth and said his evening prayers, something like this. Dear Lord in heaven, thank you for the life in my body and the breath in my lungs, for another day is done and today we have everything we need. Now tomorrow I don't know, for there is no more leather to sew, and it seems that beggars we shall be. God, I give these shoes to you, and our lives we give it too, and whatever will be, will be. Then, just as every night, the shoemaker and his wife counted all the many things they were thankful for, and smiling hand in hand, they went to sleep and left their worries to the Lord. It was a good thing they did, because it wouldn't have made a bit of difference except to ruin their sleep and the surprise waiting for them in the morning.
there waiting for the shoemaker on the workbench, glistening in the morning sunlight, were a beautiful pair of shoes. They were the most beautiful shoes the shoemaker had seen. Not one stitch was out of place. The shoemaker looked wide-eyed at the shoes and felt the stitches under his fingers. Then he took his wife's hand in his and laughed and said, What a merry Christmas, my wife. Each day the Lord has given us what we need, and today one of the greatest days of all the year. He has been kind indeed. These shoes will sell for a pretty penny. And sell they did. That very day a rich merchant, who was a bit late in buying Christmas presents, gave the shoemaker enough to buy leather for two more pair of shoes. That evening, as the snow fell gently outside and the fire crackled in the fireplace, the shoemaker cut the leather for two pairs of shoes. He laid them on his workbench, and after supper and brushing his teeth, he said his evening prayers with his wife. Dear Lord in heaven, thank you for the life in my body and the breath in my lungs, for another day is done and we have everything we need. Every day you are good and every day you are kind, no matter if wealthy or beggars we be. But this is Christmas Day, and you have shown us your grace, and your kindness exceeds our best dreams. Then they counted their blessings as they had every other night. The next morning again, the shoemaker was surprised to see, standing beautifully on the workbench and glistening in the morning sunlight, two pair of freshly sewn shoes. The leather the shoemaker had left out the night before had somehow been made into beautiful shoes. The shoemaker again couldn't believe it, but thanked the Lord and celebrated with his wife. The shoes were sold that very day to a rich butcher who was even later than the merchant in buying Christmas gifts. He gave the shoemaker enough money to buy leather for four pair of shoes. That night, the shoemaker cut and laid out the leather, said his prayers as usual and accounted for all the many gifts the Lord had given him, and he went to sleep peacefully with his wife. Again the next morning, there on the workbench were four pairs of beautiful shoes that sold that very day. The next day was the same, and the next, and the next, for a whole year, until the shoemaker was quite wealthy himself. People had begun to travel from all over to see the shoemaker's beautiful shoes. One evening, when it was Christmas time again, after supper and before the shoemaker said his prayers, he said to his wife, a year it has been since the night when I cut what I thought would be my last pair of shoes. Father Lord has brought us, and much he has taught us. He is gracious in all that he does. Yet the shoes still appear, and we know not how or where. After a year, it's still a mystery. What do you say that tonight we stay up late? and see how the shoes come to be. So with the snow falling gently outside, they turned out the lamp and lay quietly in bed, hoping they might hear a sound. 
and hear a sound they did. They heard the faintest sound of thumping and saw the tiniest flicker of lights. So the shoemaker and his wife crept quietly down the hall and peeked around the corner into the workroom and they were quite amazed at what they saw. It was little men, elves to be exact, with pointy ears and cute button noses. They worked quickly and happily and sang as they went. Oh, we come from far away, from the land where pine trees grow. Cobblers we all be, new shoes we come to sew. Up all night we work, until the break of day. We hammer and we cut and sew, while the big man sleeps away. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. The prettiest shoes we love to make our work is like our play. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells. Cobblers we be, cobblers we be, we make shoes, the prettiest your eyes did see. They did not take notice of the shoemaker and his wife at all. The only odd thing about the elves, besides that they were elves and the shoemaker had not seen one before, was that they wore no clothes except a small white cloth around their waist and had no shoes on their feet. The shoemaker and his wife watched them work until they were finished and left as quietly as they had come through the window. That night, the shoemaker and his wife spoke excitedly to each other. Those happy little elves, how hard they work. Sewing and hammering all night, they make beautiful shoes, yet themselves have no clothes, except a simple waist cloth of white. Now Christmas is coming day after tomorrow, let us get to work, shall we? Let us make for them new clothes, new pants and a jacket with little elf shoes that match it, and see how happy they be. So the shoemaker and his wife brushed their teeth, said their prayers, and went straight to sleep. The next morning, instead of buying leather for one of the shoes, they bought bright red and green cloth, and worked all day cutting and sewing. When they were finished, they had many little outfits complete with red shirts and socks and green jackets with matching green shoes. If you've ever wondered why elves wear red and green, I hope this explains it. That night was Christmas Eve, and with the snow falling gently outside and the fire crackling in the fireplace, they laid out the new outfits for the elves. The shoemaker and his wife stayed up late, peeking around the corner of the hallway into the workroom and watched for a long time, until finally the little elves came through the window. When they saw there were outfits laid out instead of leather for them to work on, they laughed. They put on the clothes and danced together a jig and sang, <laughs> Today the Lord has provided for me. Now our clothes are so fine, so fine to see. Why no more cobblers we will be. Ha ha! And they danced and sang their way right out the window.
and that was the last the shoemaker and his wife would see the elves. That night the shoemaker and his wife danced their own dance, and prayed their nighttime prayers something like this. Dear Lord in heaven, thank you for the life in my body and the breath in my lungs, for another day is done, and the elves have come and gone, and we have everything we need. And just as every other night before, and every night after, they counted all the many good gifts God had given them. The shoemaker and his wife lived well the rest of their days, not because they were wealthy, but because they were thankful. Cobblers we be, our shoes are the finest you'll see. I wish I could see one of those elves, don't you? <laughs> I'm Evie, by the way, and I'm going to tell you all about the big story. Did you know all stories point to the big story? The story of creation. Fall, redemption, and restoration. This is the story that we all live in. So what does the shoemaker and his wife have to do with a big story? First, let's remember what happened in the story. Do you remember what the shoemaker did every night before he went to bed? He prayed and counted everything he was thankful for. Yes, he prayed and thanked God for everything he had. But one day it seemed like he didn't have so much anymore. When the shoemaker thought he was on his last pair of shoes, did he stop? Being thankful? No, he didn't. Nope, he didn't. He said, no matter what, God is good. Then what happened? How did God provide? The elves came and made shoes for him. The elves! But the shoemaker and his wife didn't know it was elves, did they? All they knew was that beautiful shoes kept appearing every morning. Eventually they found out and they were so delighted that they made clothes for the elves. And then those funny little elves were so happy they danced right out the window. You know what's amazing about this story? First of all, it's amazing that God took care of the shoemaker and his wife in a way that they never expected. And second, it's amazing that the shoemaker never worried. Not once. Not even when they thought they wouldn't have any food to eat anymore. They didn't worry. They decided to be thankful instead. 
Do you know? This is what the Bible tells us to do. The Bible is God's true word, with true stories long ago. In it, we learn about Paul. Paul is someone who loved Jesus and who told lots of people about Jesus. And sometimes he even got in trouble for telling people about Jesus. The Roman government didn't like it. So they put Paul in jail and said, Don't tell anyone about Jesus anymore! Now, do you think Paul got mad that he got in trouble for doing what God told him to do? Nope, he didn't. He went straight to jail and kept singing and praising and thanking God. He thought, Whoa, I know God wants me to keep telling people about Jesus even though I got in trouble. But if I can't tell people outside the jail, I'll tell people inside the jail. Paul saw that just because things didn't go the way he thought, that maybe... God has a different plan. This is just like our story. God had a different plan for the shoemaker. If the shoemaker never ran out of leather, he never would have gotten to meet and help the elves. And maybe God has a different plan for you than what you expect. Paul wrote a letter in the Bible that says, Give thanks in all circumstances. If we can trust God and give thanks the way Paul and the shoemaker in our story did, we may get to see God do something wonderful too. We can give thanks in all circumstances. We can give thanks even if we don't get the present we expected for Christmas. Because God is still good. And he has given you so many wonderful things already. We can give thanks even if mom and dad say no, when we want them to say yes, because God is still good, and maybe he has something even better for us. We can even be like Paul and give thanks when people are mean to us, because God is still good, and maybe... He wants us to tell those people about Jesus. God's plan is always better than ours, and we can trust him and give thanks in all circumstances. Can you guess what our Bible verse is today? <laughs> you got it! Give thanks, give thanks in all circumstances. In all circumstances. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17 <laughs> I'm so so thankful for you and I hope you have a merry merry christmas Bye bye